0: hey guys hey everyone welcome to this week's episode of freedom fanatics um this week we have another exciting um show ahead for you guys with alex and who obviously joining me um you know completing the fan squad and Layton Bali who's also going to be joining us um and then yeah so guys for now please go follow us on our instagram platforms um instagram facebook twitter wherever you are at um like share and yeah, and they add to all of our comments and leave up and leave your thoughts, um, in any of our content that we release on our platforms and let us know what you guys think about the issues we speak of. Um, but yeah, first up, we are going to be discussing, um, uh, an incident that occurred, um, in, in, in Nyanga and the Guguleto area where our police minister, uh, Becky Chele, um, was, you know, hosting and was present at a, um, at a policing forum where a lot of community members, you know, civil society organizations pitched up and, you know, told Becky Chele that, you know, we have a lot of concerns with regards to how the police and saps run things and how crime is still very rampant in our communities. And, um, yeah, and what we are going to look at is just um, a short clip of um, one of the um Civil society organizations known as um, Action Society, Ian Cameron, actually, um, you know, just voicing some of his concerns regarding um, policing and the negligence that we obviously experience in this country. So, yeah, let's have a quick look at that clip.
1: James, she was murdered on the 8th of May in Kailicha. She was stabbed 100 meters from where six other people were shot five minutes earlier. No one followed up that case, we did, because her sister asked us to help. Do you know where we found the suspect? In the Eastern Cape. We brought him back. He is now being detained in Kailicha. We do that because we care for the community. We patrol for them. We give them training. I don't see you doing the same, sir. And I'm tired of the excuses, and I'm tired of you making this a political thing. None of these people tonight, when they see their neighbours being slaughtered on the streets, worry about your nonsense comments, about the constitution and about devolution. They worry about surviving, sir. And I would like to end off with this. I want to graciously invite you to come and patrol without a bodyguard, without a grand car, in normal clothes, with this community tonight. To get the sewage on your shoes that they patrol through. You have a problem, Mr. Minister, because you are removed from reality that the rest of us face. When I visit Mbequini, I get out of my car and a three-year-old little boy is taking a poo next to the road because he doesn't have a toilet. And you know what? Police don't care if something happens to them there because they don't have the resources to help. When I go to the different gender-based violence desks at these police stations, especially in the Nyanga cluster, or traditional Nyanga cluster, the majority of the detectives have more than 300 dockets on their table. 300 dockets! How do you think you can do an investigation with 300 dockets? It's impossible. And then, the cherry on top, and this is my conclusion, is that many of those detectives have 300 dockets, and it's a constable detective. He just came out of the college. He doesn't even know how how to spell J88. You expect him to solve the problem.
0: Yeah, no, guys, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, You know, the fan team has taken um, it upon ourselves to um, to brand Ian Cameron, um, somebody who features a lot on our quote cards. Um, We've branded him as a Badger of Liberty because that's exactly what he has done with the police minister. And, you know, accusing him of obviously driving around in an impoverished community with his blue light brigade and all of his Mercedes Benzes. And that really triggered Becky Chela. And what we're about to look at next is actually Bekicele's reaction to this. And, you know, I think, um, Diego, once we come after this clip, we're going to probably come to you, definitely. And you're going to see exactly how Bekicele exposes himself as the little dictator that he he actually, actually intends to be. So, yeah, let's have a quick watch. Did not join human rights battles yesterday.
2: That's why I was sent to prison. That's why I was sent to Robben Island. That's why I lived in the cold water. That's why I ate bad food because I was fighting for human rights. That's why today we have human rights. Don't teach me about human rights. Don't tell me and tell about the safety of my people. I fought for it. I nearly died for it. I was arrested for it. I was exiled for it. Don't don't provoke me, Don't, don't talk things that you have studied and you have heard you have been told about. I've lived this life, I've lived the life of being African, I've lived the life when my mother was called a kitchen girl, when my father was called a garden boy. I've lived that life. And I'm not going to take any nonsense of somebody who regards me as a garden boy today. Because you regard me as a garden boy. You come here. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I sat here. I sat here. I listened to you. I sat here. I listened to you talking nonsense. Listen. It's your time to listen. Sit down and listen, young man. Or oh, get out! Or oh, get out! Get out!
0: Yeah. Um, we really saw our minister lose school right there. That was some real action from Action Society. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Can I to you, bruh? You know, that is that incident. Um, I mean, we respect anyone who you know would have laid their lifetime to achieve a democratic society, um, and we obviously respect that, absolutely. But when we see nearly 30 years later the conditions that we are living in from these very freedom fighters who were supposed to lead us into whatever prosperity they promised. And we see that they have failed. Um, they are the video pieces now that they claim to have fought um, during apartheid. And so what are your thoughts on his reaction to this show?
3: Well, my thoughts are that Becky Taylor tried uh, emotionally black my iron and, and it didn't work out. I mean, it's, it's something that they do a lot, right? Whenever an issue comes and they are failing at their job, and you ask them questions about their job, they tell you about apartheid, what we did, I almost died in exile at a camp somewhere, then Mozambique and stuff of that nature. But <laughs> while we think that is important, at this point in time, people are dying. At this point in time, people are don't have toilets. At this point in time, people are not safe so what are you doing at this point in time i mean your your, your history is interesting but i personally am not interested in it that is not at this point in time at this point in time we want to know what are you doing as a minister of the department of police at this point in time to ensure that all citizens in the country are well protected and that our security is, is as tight as it can be. But 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 yeah, they they they, they are used to such politics. It's it's it's, it's really them, man, but it didn't work this time. Man. And uh big up sure. Yeah, Ian, sure.
0: No, absolutely. Sure. No, for sure, take on even agree with you. Alex, what are what are, what are your thoughts when you saw this? Like the situation is currently trending on our social media platforms, the news is actually number one on news twenty four sure. show. Sure. Um what 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 do you think about this,
4: man? I think that Beckyz 's race card has been denied, um, yeah. but no I think what's what's what this uh, I, there was an incident a few years not years ago you know what i'm saying a few months ago where uh i, saw him a poster, I think he was in the northwest um addressing uh, a crowd i think it was mine a crowd of miners, um and he got booed off stage and he had to be taken off the stage and and put into his VIP unit for protection because people were so angry. And it's a very similar thing to what you're seeing here where somebody who comes with proper, real grievances speaking on behalf of the community that is being addressed um, and the politician just really can't stand the heat because they're being shown up to be a failure. Um, and the the lame clapback of saying, of resorting to your struggle credentials is, is so lame. I mean, you're addressing an audience that lives in a separate... Uh, in a, a township that exists because of separate development. You don't need to preach to them about what you fought for, what it was like, all this, you know, garden boy, um, all these things. These people understand that stuff, you know, but what they also understand is, as Ian points out, is, you know, the, the uh, in a separate video, he speaks about the 50 people in Kailiche alone who have died in mass shootings. They don't care about your struggle credentials. Um, you failing them. And I think the reason Ian has captured so much attention is because he really just captured what people think and feel. Um people don't care about politics, they just want to be safe. Um and I think you, this is what happens when someone really feels the heat in a public uh debate. You know, you can't hide behind, you know, you know, we 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 send um you know, we can send letters to 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 the to the presidency um, submit petitions, but, and people can hide behind bureaucracy, but when you, when a push comes to shove, I think, um, you know, it, it really reveals, uh, people's, uh, grievances and and, and, and Ian was chucked out of the, the venue and manhandled and his, his jacket sure. was torn. Meanwhile, yeah, like he's, he's the one on the ground organizing policing forums and, and training for people to protect themselves. It's ridiculous
0: yeah chief that's the fact she was literally dragged out of the um venue but yeah
3: i was about to say that i think if he wants to tell the story of his life he must go write a book what we are looking for him as a police is a report on what the police are doing, what they have done, how our, how resources, police resources are being used. After all, is our money uh, being spent mm. to, 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 to handle all these things? So if he wants to tell us the story of his book, he's welcome to approach a publishing company and go write the memoir. Those who are interested, will read the book. For us, we want to know how our money's been spent and how our safety's been taken
4: yes. care of. Yeah, or, or just deal, how he's going to deal with the stuff that Ian's raised. Yeah, how are you going yeah, to deal with, exactly. with just one point? What are yeah. you going to do about the 300 dockets lying on at the police station? Yeah, exactly. I was like, he was, Ian was calling him out on like
0: the gender-based violence cases, all of that, and his immediate response is, why are you calling me a garden boy? Don't treat me like a garden boy. And I'm like, this is what accountability is supposed to look like. We need these people on the ground to actually see the circumstances that's happening, um, that we experience every day. Um, in our communities where we, where we operate and that I was like, absolutely, I um, was completely impressed by Action Society's Ian Cameron in that situation and we hope to see more of those occur, um, you know, and this and, you know, citizens voicing the dissatisfaction, but nonetheless, we're going to continue now to our next um, article that we're actually going to be discussing and talking about dissatisfaction and you know um, situations affecting South Africa's communities, one of the major issues that we find, um, especially in our education system, um, is um, the the degrading and um, the worsening situation regarding the infrastructure in. Um, South African schools, and one uh, and in this article, one mentioned um, that it was mentioned that um, Equal society, Equal um, Education, which is a um, civil society organization as well who does research, um, stated that they find it very problematic that government is now proposing to um, remove um, deadlines on when schools need to be fixed. Or upgraded, or um, infrastructure must be improved. Um, and what education essentially states is that without deadlines um, that are written and that keep our education department to account, um, um, put toilets, um, you know, degrading um, classrooms and facilities, um, and lack of sanitation in our in our classes and on our schools will actually persist for the next. 20 years still to come in South Africa if it is not addressed. Um Alex, what do you think about um you know a, a very tough situation that many poor communities face um regarding um under resourced schools and dilapidating infrastructure that we see? Um yeah, what are your thoughts surrounding that?
4: Yeah, it's a it's a concurrent theme. It's in the same mm-hmm. in the police story with Ian Cameron and Becky Taylor. In this issue, there's no accountability, and literally, what the government wants to do here is make themselves devoid of any sort of accountability. That is what they want to do, so that they don't have to actually deliver services. But in the meantime, children will die drowning in pit toilets. Try and say that in a in a society that uh, you know is prov- is able to provide basic services, and ask them what they think about that as, as an idea, and the fact that it's merely sell- like. Uh, accepted, and the government now wants to completely void itself of of actually ensuring that the most basic piece of infrastructure at a school is provided. Um, you know, we can forget about, um, you know, kudos to the kids who who uh, succeed in these kind of conditions, but I think, you know, you can forget about, uh, you know, building young leaders and a prosperous future for kids who have to learn in, in these kind of situations. Um, and the only other thing I would say is, yeah, we need to get money out of the hands of politicians. Let's roll out school vouchers. No,
0: absolutely. I definitely agree with you on that one, Alex. Diego, what do you what are you thoughts, Alex? There's an important point there. It's like um the basics these people are unable to provide for us. Um, especially with the context that a bathroom, a functioning toilet is a basic um, you know, something that we need, like, um, whenever, or else we'll just have the situation of the mess of students, and that is not uh, a sustainable environment for anybody to learn in.
3: Well, my take is quite simple, Sholen, that South African citizens have to do better in 2024. We can no longer continue voting for, well, well at least I think we, can, we we shouldn't continue voting for people who don't take uh, their duties seriously, who don't take the future of our children seriously, who don't uh, 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 uh. who don't respect the constitution and everything else that is Who don't respect deadlines Who don't respect anything so i i think that come 2024 south african citizens must 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 really go out to participate in elections and vote for a government who, who they think can deliver better and if, if if the very government of the day is a government they think can deliver better than Uh, that's good enough. I mean, it's their choice. But for me personally, I think it would be a terrible choice, really. We have now had how much? Over 20 years. And they are failing to eradicate simple pit toilets. What can they get right, really? But, yeah, it's, it's, it's up to everyone to vote at the end of the day. But I think voting for a political party that's aligned to the classical liberal school of thought that's the best thing you could do. And it's much easier to hold such people accountable. That's, that's my general take. I don't think the government of the day takes us or even our issues seriously. This, this is nonsense, in, in, my, in my honest opinion.
0: Yeah. And just to get it, just to make it plain and simply there, Tejo, for our years is that when we say classical liberalism, we just mean that we want a, a, a limited government, um, that respects, that respects free speech, that respects the free markets and allows people to actually be able to pick themselves up by, um, the bootstraps and more, and most importantly, a government that is non-racial. We do not want more quotas and we do not want a government that's so obsessed um, you know, we're fixing um and getting representation right. We just want a government that can get the basics right. And that I don't think is asking for too much. But yeah, nonetheless, guys, thank you for that, for that, for your guys' opinions and so forth. And next up we are gonna be um joining um our OG and the greatest member of our team, I think. Um I'm getting brownie points by Mbali right now.
1: Um we're gonna get we're gonna head over to Mbali and yeah, we'll see you guys on that.
4: For adding me. Hi guys, welcome to Brandy Questions. Uh Solan, I cut you off there. I am so sorry. Um, no, no problem, fam. See what happens when you try and be nice,
5: Solan. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well. exactly. <laughs> I should act like big <laughs> now. Miley, actually, don't treat me like a garden boy, please.
5: He actually sorry he actually he went on.
3: We it, recognize yeah. the hair. Courtesy of I, baby I, Lele and Ian. Yes,
5: they're my I, I, <laughs> But his actions were so uncalled for, guys. I think he's so dramatic, actually. Yeah. Like he was I, literally I, running away from being accountable.
4: No. Crazy. I think they
3: touched him. They, they it hit him deep. He didn't know how yeah. to react. <laughs>
5: Shame.
4: Yeah, I think you anyway. could, could, couldn't. you couldn't argue with him. He couldn't couldn't deal with the substance of his argument. So it was like, okay, I'm just going to default to race and struggle past. And
5: Apartheid is talking about him eating bread food. Like, okay, sorry. (laughs) 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 Okay, guys, let's go into the code card um, for this week. And our code card uh, comes from Mr. Ian Crookshanks, who is a project manager at the Institute of Race Relations. And the code card is very symmetric. Te- Terrence. Bali.
4: Terrence. Oh, what did I say?
5: Ian Corrigan. Shake. Ian Sorry.
1: Ian was That's very cool. Very,
5: he was very cool. Yes. Shane, very yes. Anyway, Terrence Corrigan, who is a project manager at the Institute of Restreations. And the cold card is, for a country that is so obsessed with its history, who often know so little about it. And um, the first comment says, we know our history, we remember and celebrate our history, others don't. Sholen, I don't know, you're the youngest from here. Do you know about South Africa's history through and through? Yeah,
0: I Yes, um I must say Terence is somebody I, I deeply respect because I know the intellectual capacity of this man. So it's very hard to sometimes argue with this, even the statement that he makes. Um mm-hmm. I must say um that yeah, I mean I've studied political science. I was a history um, addict on high school as well. And even mm-hmm. I still struggle to grasp um the you know the historical context of South Africa because mm-hmm. so much has occurred in our history as a country from everything from colonialism before colonialism through apartheid and now we're in a democratic society like a lot has happened during that period so and as born free i think we're all born free here um i'm not sure about alex um we we post um 1994 babies here so yeah, I must say that um we do know a lot and a lot of people tend to um you know make statements of like yeah we were so oppressed and so many things um but they do not really understand the 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 context in which South Africa um has has journeyed through. So yes, I, I definitely think we do not celebrate it as much, but simply mm-hmm. because I think we do not know. Um that must yeah. that's the reason at least I think.
5: That's a, okay. And this person um, says, freedom, you, wor- you wasted our time. In. So maybe people don't celebrate the freedom because, like, what freedom? What are you talking about? Mm. You know, maybe that's the other reason for that. And maybe to you, Alex, do you think mm. um, our education system allows for um, South African kids to to learn about? the real South African history, because I remember learning about Hitler, and I'm
4: like, why should I know about Hitler,
5: and his Mm. fetish for blue eyes, and straight hair, why? Mm. Tell me about Shaka and Dingani. tell me about
4: those people, you know? No, for sure, look, look, I think, I regret, one of my regrets is not doing history in school, I did study it at university, um, but yeah I mean I think it's important to learn about global issues such as things like the holocaust and things so it's important because that's a it's a world changing event there's ideology behind it that is not so different from what was practiced for example in South African history um discrimination and now this is, this is where you get to the crux of the thing where you have you know the there used to be con- the concentration camps in the holocaust on obviously a huge scale yeah a lot of people don't know that Afrikaners were put into concentration camps by the british um in, I think it was the early 1900s, I'm not totally sure on, on the on the timeline there, but um, I think the curriculum certainly is, uh, the, history is written by the winners, right? So I think we might get a slightly warped perception of history, um, but I think there's always scope for people to learn more, but it doesn't have to come necessarily in the classroom. Um, yeah. You know, like, okay, cool, we had the privilege of, of opting to study it at university. Like, I mean, yeah. I've studied uh, like, S- slavery history from, I don't know, from back the 1500s through to the 1800s, you know, but that was an entire half-year course at university. But, you know, the thing is, I think, yeah, the way there's so much out there, and, you know, if you think in South Africa to go from, you know, there's people, you know, you've got people like Steve Biko, Chris Harney, obviously the struggle that period. You've then got people like Jan Smuts, D.F. Milan, those, these key characters. Then you go back even further before the Union of South Africa. It's just so... Interesting, um, but we, yeah. we we tend to cherry pick whatever suits our narrative, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Yes, Charlie.
0: Yeah, I was just about to add to what Alex said, is that yeah, that's that's very important. Our our um our history is necessarily complicated, but it's more complex. Mm-hmm. Is a better word of using it, and we yeah. must be careful of who we lend our ear to when it comes to um, who those people are who are telling the story of our history. Because there are some people that are still trying to, you know, correct some grievances that um, South with South Africa's historical context. So it's important that we listen to objective um, and not, um, you know, yeah, storylines from people who are very sus. Yeah, so we must yeah. be careful
5: yeah definitely definitely i agree and then the next comment is from stanley and his response is yes it's possible for us to know so little because we have fed someone else's history at the early stages how little is little who came to africa and demolished the so-called history our history is not all written to books obsession and he puts a thinking emoji what are your thoughts
3: well, I think it goes back to the point Alex made that regarding history, um, that, that 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 there's a lot of history in the world out there, and so it's mm-hmm. it's really a matter of uh, the people in charge of creating the curriculum appreciating the complexity of history and and mm-hmm. and, and, and the complexities. But it's important that I don't think it's it's, it's wrong that we learn someone else's history at early ages. I think it's it's, it's human yeah. history it's our collective human history that's, that's that's how i see the world and and, and, and yeah. Yeah, so it's important to learn as much as as it is possible and i think we should try to balance as much as possible let's learn history from home let's learn history from asia europe everywhere else in the, in the world i mean knowledge can never harm us. Um, 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 knowing what happened in Germany since the start mm. of the day yeah, knowing what happened in South Africa and Nigeria, it can never kid you. If anything, it will yeah. make you more powerful. It's, it's more knowledge. So, so, yeah. so. but yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. my overall take around the
0: issue. add that's a good point. Like it actually creates empathy um between each other. I mean, like um Deigo, I, like, I've never lived a day in We are in Limpopo, for example, but you can still tell me, like, the historical context of, you know, how not only the politics, but the the traditional um, tribal history of how things have operated and the competing um, Mm. tribes and cultures in that region, where I can tell you about, you know, why the Cape Flats is actually um, situated or placed the way it is right now, and actually the history...
5: That's wow. The, wow. <laughs> yeah, because i'm I mean, interested i'm
0: interested you, in that i think mean, we should actually do an entire episode on on that um on that subject especially mm. we're going to delve into this because a lot of it comes from not only especially like the present day colored communities um mm-hmm. you actually see that it's not just colored people but it's actually um that there's so many um um tribes, as you would call it, because there's the Kwishan, um there's people, there's actually people from like the Cape Malaysian, um, from Cape Malay, like people that come from Malaysia in Indonesia who actually shipped here um, to the to Cape Town, brought on slave ships, and then, then they were just designated as, oh no, you guys are all colored, um, mixed breed individuals, but there's so much rich culture and history that actually takes place um, in our part of the country again. And I mean South Africa is a large country. We have so much yeah. um vibrance and diversity happening in this country. We should celebrate yeah.
3: it. And ultimately I think that's 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 that, that's that's a story of humanity. It's it's really yeah. the mm. history of human beings, our collective story
5: mm, Definitely. Guys, thank you for those five minutes uh, chit chat. Liked it, short, nice, simple. And I hope you at home um enjoyed uh this segment of burning questions and do remember to follow us on every social media at Badger of Liberty and yeah man hope you guys enjoy this content do interact um
4: burning questions
5: definitely is a show where we respond to your comments and yeah man be spicy don't be scared <laughs> guys thank you so much uh, same time same place next week
3: freedom <laughs> <laughs>